Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I am on my own today, but I can tell you that earlier on Monday, what I was very painfully not <laughs> um, hiding in my teases, I spoke with the great Tony nominee Beth Malone about an upcoming benefit event that she is a part of, A Night of a Thousand Judies. We talked about what she's doing during quarantine, her connections with Judy Garland, the abrupt and, and super disappointing cancellation of the back half of the off-Broadway run of The Unsinkable Molly Brown, and much, much more. She talks about the impact that the stage door of Fun Home had on her. It was a really great conversation, even if she was still getting over some 4th of July uh, food poisoning of some sort. Uh, but it was lovely. That'll come out at some point this week. The event, the Night of a Thousand Judies, the 8th annual Night of a Thousand Judies, is actually going to be next Tuesday, July 14th. And we will have all of the information in the show notes for that episode of Tell Me More. But, of course, as always, you can get that episode and every episode of Broadway Radio first before it hits our regular feed. In our Patreon feed, you can become a part of that at patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, now with that out of the way, let's get into the news. On Sunday, the British government announced an unprecedented relief package aimed specifically at the nation's arts and culture sector. The plan would pump 1.57 billion pounds or $2 billion into theaters independent cinemas, and other arts venues. The plan will allow thousands of organizations to access emergency grants and loans in what is being touted as the largest single investment in UK culture in the nation's history. Even British Donald Trump Boris Johnson is in full support of the move, saying, quote, From iconic theater and musicals, mesmerizing ex exhibitions at our world-class galleries, to gigs performed in local basement venues, the UK's cultural industry is the beating heart of this country. This money will help safeguard the sector for future generations, ensuring arts groups and venues across the UK can stay afloat and support their staff whilst their doors remain closed and curtains remain down. I know that this is asking a bit much, but Boris, baby, maybe give old Donnie boy a call and tell him what a great idea this is, huh? Help uh, help the old colonies out, will ya? Anyway, sticking uh, over in the UK, Tony and Oscar-winning director Sam Mendes recently established an emergency fund for theater artists affected by the health crisis. Mendes said, quote, We have created a fund to which the most vulnerable freelance theater practitioners can now apply. It is specifically designed for theater workers who find themselves at breaking point, for those unable to put food on the table or to pay bills, or for those considering leaving the profession altogether. The Theatre Artists Fund will provide one-off grants for £1,000 per applicant and was created thanks to an initial £500,000 donation from Netflix and has been set up in coordination from the Society of London Theatre and UK Theatre. Mendez is calling on other companies, industry figures, and charitable trusts to contribute as well. Moving back stateside, yesterday the Actors' Equity Association approved the first two theaters to return to performances following pandemic-related shutdowns. They both, coincidentally or not, happen to be very well-known companies in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, Barrington Stage Company and the Berkshire Theatre Group. Barrington will produce the one-man show Harry Clark in August with a single actor and a single stage manager, while that same month Berkshire Theatre Group will mount an outdoor production of the musical Godspell with a cast around 10 people and two stage managers. The outdoor audience for Godspell will be limited to 96 people, while Barrington will be in their normal theater, but 
they have removed 337 seats in the House to bring the capacity down from 500 to 163. Both theaters have agreed to safety features that include testing for equity members and those who come in contact with them, and the companies have also committed to having an isolated backstage area and regular electrostatic spraying to clean the facilities. Honestly, I wish both of these companies nothing but the best. I'm very nervous about reopening anything, but I hope this goes well for them so that their specific plans can be replicated around the country in locales where the virus is far more under control than it is uh, where I am and in a lot of the other states around the country. Moving into our mini Hamill section for today, last night Variety reported that the Disney Plus live capture of Hamilton will not be eligible for any Academy Awards due to a 1997 rule change by the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. The rule now states, quote, recorded stage productions are not eligible for consideration. And this is thanks to a change in the documentary category, which had previously allowed recorded stage productions to be considered there. However, Hamilton should be eligible for Emmy consideration in the Outstanding Variety Special pre-recorded category. But because it has to be classified as a variety special as opposed to a TV movie, quote, only principal hosts or performers are eligible for individual recognition. Quote, secondary performers are not eligible. So I'm guessing they would have no problem submitting Len and Leslie because those were the categories that they were in uh, for the Tonys. But I guess they could kind of make an argument for either Renee or Philippa if they really wanted to. Um, As Jennifer McHugh and I have been talking about on Some Like a Pop for years, the Emmy rules are a complete and utter joke. So I'm totally fine with Hamilton submitting anyone and everyone for awards consideration. Let them figure out what they want to allow because most of the time nothing makes sense uh, with these categories. So just submit them all and let uh, let the Academy figure it out. All right, let's close up the show with a few feel-good recommendations. First up, last fall on an episode of Tell Me More, I spoke with Kyle Taylor Parker about his wonderful album, Broadway Soul Volume 1. At the time, he said that eventually he would like to launch a Kickstarter for Volume 2. And yesterday was eventually. KTP is now looking to raise $16,000 to fund the album and is currently about 12.5% there after only a few hours of being active. So if you loved the first album like I did, join me in contributing to the crowdfunding campaign. You can get a vinyl copy of the album. You can get vinyl copies of both albums. You can get a bunch of really cool incentives for, uh, for contributing to the Kickstarter. So we will have a link in the show notes to that if you would like to be a part of it. Next up, I've got videos from Broadway's Girl from the North Country as cast members performed two songs on CNN's The Fourth of America broadcast. We've got Quarantine Performances of Pressing On featuring the entire company and Make Me Feel Your Love featuring Jeanette Bayardell and Austin Scott. And then finally, from the Fourth of July celebration with the absolute best name of them all, the 2020 Wawa Welcome America July 4th concert at the Met Philadelphia. Tony, Grammy, and Emmy winner Cynthia Erivo performed Summertime from Porgy and Bess. Now, what was so cool about this is that she actually did do it on the Met stage in Philly with the band on stage as well. But there was no one in the audience and all of the musicians were behind individual plexiglass protective barrier things. Um, you know, normally you see like a, in rock bands, you see drummers and percussionists have those kind of things around them, but everyone had their own kind of mini version. It was kind of weird and cool to look at. And of course, Cynthia sounded fantastic. So we will have links to all of these videos in the show notes. 
All right, this is all that I've got for you today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon to be the first ones to hear my interview with the great and the good Beth Malone. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody, and we will be back in some form or fashion to talk to you tomorrow. 